Well, I'm tripping major nutsack right now. Oh, Sandin! Welcome to the world of winning. Hello and welcome back to the edition of the Switchback Formula One podcast. My name is Graham and joining me, as always, uh, rumour has it he's next in line for the Alpine test of the Hungaroring. It's Luke Holmes. <laughs> Hi, Graham. Hi. How, how are we doing? Not too shabby. Are you excited for your big day on Monday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm flying out to uh, Hungaroring tonight, so going to be all there ready, going to see my hero doing his test, like he's testing for all the teams. Can't wait. Allegedly, there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of rumours and misreporting about who's actually taking part in this uh, Alpine test. Well, yeah, Vettel was on it originally, and then I've seen his name disappear. Yeah, Vettel is not. Mick, uh, Mick is not. Is, yeah, has disappeared. The ones that uh, we know are certainly testing are, at least according to reporting that's out there, uh, is Jack Doohan. I believe Colton Hirsch is no longer doing it because no, of the whole that so. whole thing is off now. And Nick DeVries. Those are the only ones I know certainly are doing it. There's rumours about Giovinazzi. I don't know for certain, though. There might be just a, re- a, a, a favourite to Ferrari. I don't know. And that one, but probably not. Hmm. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Colton Hirsch at first because... Uh, this has been ongoing for a few weeks now, but there are some rumours, obviously, going around that uh, Red Bull would try to uh, well, try to get, him to get into Alpha Tari, uh, but it would require getting a lot of super license points. Needs eight. Uh, you can't just rack them up in FP1s, FP2s, because you have to do it at separate weekends. So you can't mm. just uh, can't just do that. But uh, And there was also some chat during the week about maybe uh, Hersha partaking in the Formula Regional Asia series, which takes place in, I think, December or January. Uh, worth a watch. Okay. I, I always watch these every year. Um, I, I remember Guan Yu Zhou did it back in the 2021 season before, like his before his last F2 season. Yeah, uh, and he won that. He, he somehow managed to win that. He wrestled it off uh, Pierre Louis Chauvet, uh, who's who struggled for finance and uh, to get to F3 and that kind of thing since. But uh, so it was, it's an extra. It's a nice way to get some extra super license points. And there was this talk about you know getting Hershey to go in that. Obviously, it require him. Uh, I guess taking a gamble and not be embarrassed because Dan Tickton famously went tried to do this as well and not only did he fail but the super license points didn't actually count for him oh god it didn't count for him uh, and he finished like a ninth or something so uh, like you know so there's a there's some there's a pride aspect right you know you, you have to you have to drop down and go against let's be real like there's like F4 kind of drivers F3 for Asia, that kind of thing, you know, that this, this, the competition level is not super high compared to some of Colton Herta's caliber. So in theory, he should be smoking them all. But no, that's all off now. Uh, so that was a theory. That was, oh, sorry, that was a, that was a rumor. That was a decent way to get the points because like you can get like you can get like fifteen points or so uh, for yeah, winning he's eight. for winning that. So you know you eight, need eight, as you say, and they could fudge up a few more for um, FP one sessions. So, so you don't even probably wouldn't even need to win the whole thing, but. Anyways, that, of course, we're reporting now. Uh, that's all off now. Uh, so uh, Red Bull and uh, are, are kind of abandoning that, at least for now. Uh, which Helmut Marco talked about was a great shame uh, for the, uh, the what, he call, what he called the booming American market. So uh, understood that Hertha's run with Alpine has duly been cancelled now. The F1C is off the table. So look, uh, and that's on motorsport.com from uh, Christian Nimmerval. 
So he wrote that one up. So and it's on and it's on other outlets as well, like racefans.net and the the hyphen race. So it's all it's all widely reported now. Uh, look, no real, I guess, no real surprise. And um, look, we I we always knew there was going, not going to be much uh, room for her to stand on if they weren't going if because the situation does not call for a force majeure, and we have drivers who are. <laughs> Uh, making it very known <laughs> that they do have super licenses in IndyCar, and <laughs> if you know, if and that's the thing, if no one has super license in IndyCar, then you could you can make a case. But you know, this is the rule in place. We, we've made it very clear that you know the, the the regulations are there to be followed to the letter. And if that's how it is, and that's how it is. Uh, so I guess no real surprise that this it didn't end up working out for uh, Red Bull slash AlphaTauri. Yeah, it was always going to be a tough one, wasn't it? It would have been a lot easier, like I said, if the point system for the super license in IndyCar was a lot more actually represented, re- representative compared to where the series is ranked, mm-hmm. I, I think. Obviously, that's been the talking point of, and will be the talking point for the next, well, probably few years until things change. But the actual loss for Hertz, I, I think it's it's probably the right move for him not to come just yet. I think it's just too soon anyway. So I think Rebel will save some face, but it is a shame in the respect that I would have liked to have seen how he would have coped with it all and seeing the hype around an American driver. But obviously, it's gone to shit. Well, it's gone to shit for for 2023. I, I don't think this changes yeah. anything long term. I still think we'll see Hertha in F1 at some point. He'll still have a career in F1. Uh, we'll still see what that how you'll cope in that environment. Uh, on the back, maybe of a, of a better year, maybe Andretti, you know, get himself a bit of a more competitive uh, showing next year, and kind of hurt could kind of build back up his stock a bit because it wasn't the the greatest IndyCar season, even by his standards. Even if the yeah. tire wasn't great, there was he still would you know he still made quite a few high high profile mistakes. But I don't think this closes the door to anything. It just it's just it's just a not yet. It is, but. He's got Carl Kirkwood coming into the team so he needs to muck <laughs> his ideas up. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, though... Quaken. He, yes, he definitely is. There, is. there is a better driver, I think, that's got more potential than Herter, who had a better season, I think, that's American, who can come in. Are, so, Are you talking... Are you, are you going to say David Malukas? I am. Mm. Maybe not yet, but I, I think he's got a, better, a bit of a... If he has another good season, then surely, and Hurt is really average again, then why wouldn't you talk him up for a better seat? Well, the good news is, you know, we could have given, if we're going to give a, one of the 2022 IndyCar rookies a, a seat upgrade, you know, we, Cal Mylosh, nah, let's not do that. David Malukas, nah, let's not do that. Uh, how about Christian Lungard? Nah, we, we're not going to do that. We're not going to give the rookie champion. Uh, and I look in at Andretti. No, instead we're going to pick the guy who was firmly the worst out of all of those rookies. Literally last out of all of the four. All, all of the four, I think it was, or five. The four that at least finished the season, at least. Yeah. There's there's five. Di Francesco. Oh, that's right. Well, yes. I mean, isn't he, isn't he isn't he already wasn't he already already in Andretti? Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Yes, he was. Oh dear. Yeah. But I think I want to say he won Indy Lights the previous year, so maybe. Oh, wasn't Kirkwood that won Indy Lights the previous season? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I have no idea. Nor do I think it really matters. It, it really doesn't. 
It really doesn't. Really doesn't. It's Linus Lung Lungfist won Indylice this year, I believe. I think his name is. And he's meant to be pretty good. So, be interested to see where he uh, sort of lines up mm. with all this. We'll talk more IndyCar later on, but mm. obviously, look, the, cha- the chatter about obviously, look, there's a lot co- has come up about uh, super license and this kind of thing. Uh, you had Zach Brown talking about how you know Verstappen and Raikkonen wouldn't have qualified for super license either. You've you know there's people talking about how F1's misses miss an opportunity to get uh, kind of I guess the most exciting gamble since Max Verstappen. I think that was written on by uh, the hyphen race. I would probably as well. Um, I still think that the super license is it's not perfect. It's not a perfect system, but it it does its job. You know, like it's it's a flawed system to a degree. Like yes, there's the points weighing should be better for IndyCar, but it does protect the the shitters with money in the junior categories coming up for just of course. uh for just money so like you're like so you're Roy Nassani's and uh deal. Pl- people like that that have no right to be in an F one car uh certainly for a season let alone any tests so you know it's not a perfect system but it it does it does protect you know it uh, it does serve its job but it could be like all things could be improved upon except me Graham I'm perfect. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> ah, that's what I got told last night, so I, I don't know. <laughs> Who told you that? Uh, I won't name. <laughs> uh, I was going to say name and shame, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, not going not gonna to expose them like that. <laughs> uh, so obviously with the Hersher thing kind of not being on the table anymore, one of the things that Christian Horner said publicly was that they didn't want to do... They didn't want to let Gasly go to Alpine, who... It's very clear that Al- that Gasly is Alpine's number one choice at this stage now. Uh, they've had a few yeah. number one choices, but uh, yeah, mm. so it's clear that Gasly is their number one choice. But Horner said publicly that they didn't want to let Gasly go. It was dependent on uh, Hersha coming over if Gasly was let go. So that doesn't seem to be happening for now. Whether they'll budge on that, I don't know. Uh, there's another name that's kind of come into things here that is kind of changing. Uh, the look of the drive market a bit now, and it's Nick DeVries, who all of a sudden, I, I don't understand how he got to this point. Like he did a great job in Monza. I'm, I'm not saying otherwise. You know, I I was on board with him. I was very impressed with his technical feedback in the car, uh, how he got on. You know, I thought he did very well. But there's two things you have to take. Like there's two things that you should really uh, that you should bear in mind with uh, with that. A his team is Nicholas Latifi, which we all know the story is there. And B, that was always going to be Williams's best track of the season, more than likely, at Monza, yeah. given what we saw in Belgium. Again, not that's not to say that De Vries didn't do a good job. He did, uh, both in qualifying and in the race. But those are those those are two facts that run alongside that. Is that this is always going to be a very strong track for for Williams there. So I don't know, how, but I don't know how we got to this point where we talked about De Vries as like a contender, not like, in my opinion, the favourite, but I'm sure to others, maybe not so, uh, a contender for a Williams seat. Now, all of a sudden, he's rumoured, he's taking place, he's taken part in the Alpine test. He was seen and has since himself confirmed that he's talked to Helmut Marko in Austria. He's in contention for an AlphaTauri seat, an Alpine seat and a Williams seat. I just don't know how we got to this. We got from zero to one hundred because this is a guy who won the F two title in twenty nineteen, a very underwhelming F two title, and one where, in in a sense, we didn't even care who the champion was, but given what happened that year, like we just it was just you know get we just 
I guess want it to be over in a sense. At least certainly I wanted it to be over. Just just get through safely after what happened in Spa. Uh, this, so no one wanted him for 2020 in F1. No one wanted him in 2021 for F1. He won the Formula E Championship. No one wanted him in F1 for 2022. He just won race. And now we've got three teams lining up for him. And he's it's not like he's 24 or, you know, he's, he's 27 going on 28. So I don't understand how we've reached this point so quickly. Like, if, if you know, if, if, we, if he'd done a few races and built his stock up, then then you know, I could get on board with the, the, the speed of which things have escalated here. But it's confusing to me how we've reached this point this soon where this guy couldn't get a, a seat for three years since he's won the F2 title. And now everyone's fighting for him. You know why that is, don't you? Mercedes? No. He's, he's, he's just literally, I think people see him as a stopgap. Apart from Williams, who I think he would be their driver for a long time, he is a stopgap for Alpha Tari and for Alpine. That's all he will be. Because what? He joins Alpine, and as we've said, their long-term plan, I assume now, is, is do it. Which would be the obvious choice. He <laughs> should be, made, yes. They, yes they've made, they've made it clear they don't want him in that car for this se- next for next season right they want an experienced driver so point of reason kind of makes sense but also doesn't because seeing as doing would only have one race less experience than De Vries, but a stopgap nonetheless until doing is ready and has got some f1 experience then alvatari it would also be a stopgap until one of the Red Bull juniors actually does something because none of them have done anything this year apart from F3-wise, really. Mm-hmm. F2, F2's been absolute shambles. But it's they're just, they're, there is a lot of panic as to, right, if he goes, then we're kind of screwed because we've got nobody in the short term to fix him whilst we wait for our other drivers to be ready. It's, it's all it is, all it comes back down to. So that's so Alpine had publicly stated that their preference is that they'd have an ex, a guy who's got F one experience, significant F one experience, which makes it even more bizarre why they why they've seemingly ruled out Daniel Ricciardo because yeah no other person fits the criteria better than he does in terms of experience uh, and his and driver capability like the, there's you know it's. There's and availability. A, and availability as well as that. Uh, there's a great podcast on the-race.com with uh, Scott Mitchell, Malm, Ed Straw and uh, Ben Anderson going through the whole Alpine situation. And one of the things they talked about was, uh, again, they talked about many things with Alpine, but that, that was one of the things they mentioned was that they, you know, they've, they, they've publicly stated this. And it makes it's it's bizarre that they aren't considering Ricardo for that for that role. So it is strange from that point of view. Uh, it is a stopgap option. Like, I agree. Like it's what Alpine need to do here is just get someone in for a year, and then see where the market is in twenty twenty four. I think De Vries is certainly better off in Williams, but I could see why he could take the I could see why he would take the AlphaTauri seat just for this reason. Uh, the thing we need to talk about is that. In the next maybe year or two, there's a good chance there's a vacancy or a, you know a chance to compete for that Red Bull seat. If De Vries was to come in and ace it with Alpha Tauri, then it's not out of the realms of possibility that he could make the leap to become Max Verstappen's teammate. It's not, but it's a long shot to allow that. 
Yeah. I, I'm sort of bizarre. It's bizarre to me that Toto's allowing him to talk to Alpha Tauri. Never mind, blooming be free of the Mercedes program. They've they've done this with some of their other drivers. If they they you know if they can't get them anywhere where like you know with them or whatever, then they've made it clear that they can talk to others. And they did this with Pascal Verline as well. So that that that's, that part I'm not too upset with. Like it's it's not. I don't see that as hypocritical or anything like that. They they try. The one thing I will say is they try to do right by the drivers under their under contract, the likes of Gutierrez and that kind of thing. Um, they try to do right, and they do usually do. To be to be fair to them, so like again, and that's what they've they've said that for De Vries as well that they'll you know they'll they'll try to do the right thing for because they know Mercedes knows much as anyone that De Vries doesn't have an actual future with them in terms of you know in their F one program. Mm. He was there by affiliation, the Formula E program, which he got into uh, with Mercedes, and then. You know, you can build good connections from there, which is the case that Daniel Ricciardo maybe should should uh, should use if if he if he is to take a reserve role next season with the Mercedes again. Not not a bad shout. Uh yeah, this Alpine thing is is mad to me. So they've out of the drivers that they've got, I guess doing this test, only a few of them are actually going to be considered here. I would still just put Dune in the car, and because I know, like I know they'll want to, they've want like they've talked about wanting to. Put do and basically put do and on loan somewhere as to not yeah. But I I just don't see the point on that because I I'd I'd give him a one year contract because in a sense you don't owe doing anything, so you can go above that and beyond that and say have a year in F one with us as a number two. You see how Ocon is as team leader. Uh, I'm not optimistic, but you know you could try it and see what happens. Uh, you know, you've got doing in the car and if it doesn't work out, you've wasted nothing because, you know, let's face it, Alpine never do anything with their juniors anyway. This is the first time they've actually considered doing anything with their juniors between Piastri and Dewan. And they've had this program for how many years now and how many drivers have come and have gone through that system. God knows. So, it's, you know, they've had, it's not like they've been, it's not like they had a track history like Ferrari or Red Bull actually u- utilizing their academy for their own team. Heck, they you know they they went and signed Ocon, uh, you know, and Hulkenberg, and they replaced Palmer and Magnussen. You know, they were, they were the start of that essentially. So it's not like they've got history of using their program. So if they don't, if doing doesn't work out, there's nothing lost. You've give doing a fair shot in a good car. Uh, you know, you've you you say to him, there's no pressure. You know, you see, I see how you get on. Uh, but if it works, there's so much more upside if it works out though. There's so much more upside because then all of a sudden you have your long term future. With doing, yeah. and there's not a single driver in this market right now that you could say, you know, that's whether it be Mick or Nick DeVries or uh, Gasly, that you could say, this is our long term future and we're building on it and we've got a strong platform piece to work with. Now, you could say that for Gasly, but Gasly is almost the same as Ocon in some ways. Like, it's like two versions of the same driver. It literally is. You know, and like you've got two number, and all of a sudden you've got basically two number two drivers to uh you know to to drive your team forward and that's not going to be great you know they'll get results and they'll be competent but you know if you're talking about a team that's got higher aspirations which we know alpine do rightly or wrongly uh you know judging themselves they they have got big budget and high aspirations uh i don't know i I just think you've got so much more to gain than you've got to lose by putting dune in there for a year and you know and you just you roll the dice and see what's what well, they're prepared to do it with Piastri, so why why wouldn't you do it for Doohan? I don't, I don't get, I, don't, I just don't get the point of t- chucking in De Vries for the sake of a year, 
for then doing to come in and have to learn everything again anyway. What's the point? So what, he crashes a couple of cars up. It's going to happen anyway with whoever they chuck in that car. Why not just reap the benefits for yourself rather than another team benefiting from him? It, to me, it just makes no sense. Yeah, because I think yeah. eventually Dewan's going to end up in F1 one way or another. Yeah, yeah, so so do I. Whether it's he comes back to Red Bull or something like that, he will be in F1 regardless, I think. Mm-hmm. Just, he's too talented to... As much as I hate hated to say that at the start of the year. So did I. <laughs> um, he is too good to not be in there. Yeah. If, again, you, you've publicly stated that you want to drive an F1 experience of a few seasons and then put Nick DeVries in the car? That makes no sense. That contradicts everything that Alpine has said. But that would actually line up, in a sense, with what we've seen. Yeah, it would make complete sense to this absolute whirlwind of a blooming silly season for them is oh, just be the icing on top of the cake now you, you know if Albon isn't back to full fitness and can't race in Singapore and DeVries has to do Singapore and does really really badly and then gets signed up to Alpine anyway that would just oh, that would be so yeah funny. here's the thing with the, the Singapore thing coming up as well I don't ex- I'm not expecting Albon to be ready for it no it doesn't sound like it there's, he will not seems, be ready. They seem hope. I think they're hopeful more than sure. But it's too much of a, a stress to put on him. It's it, that temperature. No chance. Oh yeah, the drivers are like they're already drivers are already calling it. It's gonna be the most the toughest race of the year. They're yeah, already it expecting that. Is. De Vries was struggling as expect as you would expect. He was struggling yeah. with the car in Monza. Yeah, and that's all straights pretty much. Essentially, what, six corners that you need to you know, actually do anything for. 61 laps or so around Singapore in those conditions with the, and the car is not going to be as strong as it was in Monza comparatively compared to everyone else. It's, it's the characters of the track do not suit the car as, You can't as well. train him in that short amount of time to be ready for that. No. This, this training for Singapore would have started months ago in the, in the summer break, 100% at least, to get the body conditioned and ready for the intensity of the heat and the well, exha- exhaustion that's going to come into a factor for some of the drivers. So I'm not, I wouldn't be expecting a stronger race from De Vries as, you know, as we saw in Monza. But, you know, but as you kind of mentioned, like, does if he has a bad race there, does that affect his stock? Do people look like it's like, oh, well, mm, maybe not. Yeah. And then the sign Giovinazzi instead. <laughs> so I'm going to keep bringing the old. I'm going to have to. <laughs> So that obviously it puts obviously look we I I certainly thought I think you may have probably thought the same that Williams would have been the best place for a to end up and expected to end up. You got the link with Mercedes. Uh, you know, it's, there's a vacancy. There's been a long term vacancy to be had there. Uh, you could certainly argue that the most stable thing for DeVries is that Williams seat, a two three year deal, maybe a two plus one or something. Maybe certainly a two year deal at the very least they could offer, yeah. especially with all this uh, competition now. You can say, look, no one else can offer what you we can, which is a uh, which is, you know, a stability of at least two years in F1. Which, given that someone who won the F2 title and is trying trying to get into F1 since 2019 onwards, I imagine would be pretty valuable in terms of an insurance. Mm, definitely. Uh, I'll turn, obviously, what Avatari offer is a lot more in terms of the possible progression. But I, I think it's possible progression even if it goes to Williams. Okay. Because... That that sort of to me is, he's still got links to Mercedes there, 
And obviously we know Lewis isn't going to be around for donkey's years. Toto knows him. And if he does better than what Albon does, then surely just by natural links, he will be in the conversation to replace Lewis. Yeah, I'm sure. Certainly could Even be. just on a short-term basis, whilst they found a better driver in the long term. I.e. Vesti. Well, <laughs> it is a it is a shame that like De Vries isn't like three years younger. Yeah, if, if he's three years younger, this is a completely different situation. It really is. If this is just after he, a year after he'd won his F two title, this is a completely different conversation. Mm. I think there will be he would be in the Alp, it would have been announced he's in Alpine by now. now I look, think the age is is a big factor. Look, some people come into F one late and do very well. Like we saw, obviously, look Damon Hill. Did uh did pretty well. Juan Pablo Montoya did pretty well, uh you know and like we've seen and we've seen if you are good enough, we've seen drivers extend their careers well into their thirties and we're seeing with we saw with Raikkonen, we're seeing with Alonso into their forties. Yeah. So you know just because he's late to the party doesn't mean he can't still have a meaningful like six, seven, eight year F one maybe more career, and couldn't could get to one of those seats. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not possible, but it's just. If I, I see a driver that's past 25, I'm like, well, yeah, you're, you're a bit washed, aren't you? When you're only just getting into the sport. It's, it's uh, always been that kind of thing. Right? You can't be that good. Yeah, otherwise you'd be here earlier. I do understand yeah. that sentiment. And, but again, there, but, you know, as we just mentioned, there is, there is precedent for it oh, yeah. the other yeah, way. So it could, go, it could go either way. But what Williams do now is very interesting because all of a sudden they're now facing competition from AlphaTauri and Alpine for, well, possibly Alpine for De Vries' seat. So... Uh, but apparently, the it's under so I'm reading from Motorsport.com. This is from uh, Adam Cooper. Uh, understood that De Vries Red Bull deal is not yet done. However, if it is eventually confirmed, then Pierre Gasly will be free to move to Alpine, as was the plan when Herta was under consideration by Red Bull. If De Vries does join Red Bull, the Red Bull camp, then the full focus of Williams will be on Logan Sargent, who has enjoyed a strong rookie year in the F2 Championship and is scheduled to drive the FW44 in FP1 in his home in Austin. Hello, Robert Schwartzman, uh, in the Ferrari. Uh, however, the American has to emerge from the final event in Abu Dhabi in November, placed fifth or higher in the championship in order to guarantee that he will get an FIA super license that allow him to race for next year. So, all of a sudden now, with Red, because I assume then, I assume then that the choice for uh, Williams is either you take Alpine's offer of doing if Sargent doesn't get the the super license points and there is great scope that he could fall out of that place because he was he has been in the third uh, and he is in third but you know there's nipping on his heels are Duan Deruvula Fittipaldi Lawson Vesti Vips again that that Monzo feature race was a disaster for Sargent in terms of because all those guys Deruvula Fittipaldi Vesti they're able to just get super points from uh, from that while they, him, him and Porchek got nothing it's been a disaster since he won the Bad about races, really. Been absolute since pants. France, really. Yeah, he's he's been so unlucky. A lot, of, a lot of the things wasn't his fault. Maybe Zanvor was, but and Belgium was. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been not very, not been his best. But I, I still don't think he's ready. As much as I'd like to see him in and give him a shot, I just think there is more stable options for Williams. He need. I think he needs another year in F two before he's he's ready. Well, twenty three for twenty four. Sorry, because I would say here that uh, that Pelle Giovinazzi could be high on their list as and Mick Schumacher mm. can be ruled out, as well as Jack Aiken. But it, it seems like mm. if they can't get De Vries, I reckon they will get a rookie in. 
Yeah, again, I I, re- I do think if if it's not if they if it go if it goes the other way and the, the, you get DeVries at AlphaTauri and then by extension you get Gasly to Alpine, then I think it either opens up for Sargent or if it's not him doing. This is the thing. I'm the complete opposite with this. I I think there's a logical swap deal here. Okay. Obviously, Alpine want Gasly. Mm-hmm. Alpine need a place for doing to go. Why wouldn't they agree to loan Alvatari, Jack Dewan, for a couple of years whilst they evaluate which one of the two French boys is going to get dropped? Because that would mean Gazi's got a year to settle. Dewan's in a good team that's not at the back yet. Um, and he's got time to flourish where he's under no pressure. He's in an environment he sort of knows obviously being affiliated to Red Bull and all that lot beforehand would be smacking the face to Red Bull juniors, it really would, but Red Bull could even then snatch him back for later down the line it, it could all work out in that sort of you help me out, I'll help you out type thing The only pushback I would have on that is that it, I don't think it would work for AlphaTauri just because I think they very much need to be in the mindset of we need to keep an eye on that second seat next to Verstappen. Yeah. And I think they may want to legitimately look at De Vries as an option for that. I don't, I don't understand. He's been in for one goddamn race. I, How is he in consideration? I agree with you. Fucking Red Bull seat. I have no... There is a driver that is better than bloody De Vries doing a test at US, doing FP1 at USA this year with Ferrari who is better than him younger has more potential and isn't even getting a look in this is a, an absolute, a Robert Schwartzman yeah absolute joke I agree but I do, I don't like what I just don't, don't see why else AlphaTauri would consider uh, De Vries if not to I guess scout him yeah it makes sense but yeah it's just not We've said you've said it time and time again. It's just not a sexy pick, is it? No. It's just oh. right. <laughs> so we we seem to do this every podcast. We're going to make another prediction, are we? <laughs> because Alpine just seem to change their minds yeah. every single week. So I want Alpine's new driver, okay. Alvatari's new driver, Hass's driver, and Williams's driver. All right. Uh... I'm going to go with the. This is, this is what I want to happen, and okay, I think there's good. I think there's good scope for it to happen too. I think, I think De Vries will take the Williams stability. Yeah. I think then in return, Gasly will stay at AlphaTauri, and I think Alpine will sign Duan, and they should sign Duan. Okay. Not about Haas. They'll say the same. Okay. Right. That's interesting. I'm on the same boat with De Vries, 100%. To me, going to Alvatari at this current moment in time makes no sense for me, personally. I think he's got more potential to grow at Williams and take our team forwards rather than be a stopgap at Alvatari. Whether it, it could work out AlphaTauri, but I don't think it will. Right. The, the, the other, the other, just before you go on, but the other alternative to that is if he doesn't do as well and say we've got like Iwasa or Hyogre have a, a super second year in F2, then all of a sudden, maybe one He's or out. both. I don't know, I don't know there's question mark about Sonoda's future, but, uh, you know, 
not like Red Bull or AlphaTauri have shown with Red Bull as well. Like, you know, they're not afraid to do a clean slate driver lineup. Yeah. You know, like if we get Gasly Sonoda for it'll be a third year, that'll be like, like they don't, they don't, they don't do, they don't do consecutive driver lineups for that, usually for that long. Like, generally speaking, like it's two years, years. or, you know, like it's certainly not, there's not been a lot of partnerships longer than three years. I don't think there's, is Buemi and Al Jaswari maybe? I'm not even that. Was not because even like Ricardo came program in. Wasn't there? Ricardo really. came in in thirteen, didn't he? So what? Twenty ten to twenty twelve. Al Jaswari and Buemi. Uh, yeah, but the only, this is the thing. Like that's this is the thing. This is what Alfatari do. So it's not. It wouldn't be a shock that they could uproot both drivers if DeVries and Sonoda, say for example, didn't uh, didn't kick on in the way that you know maybe Red Bull are wanting them to. Oh yeah, they're not going to hold back someone that's not really affiliated to them, are they? When they've got two juniors, like you say, say if Hauger and Oasa do absolutely boss the F2 championship by a country mile, then they're not going to hold them two down there. Well, are they? There's no point. No, they've got they've got the program for a reason. So no, and be they're gone. not afraid to use it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's say it just doesn't work for me in the short term. It really doesn't. I could see De Vries Alfatari happening if if they mentioned to him that there is a chance that if he does well, he could be looked at for the Red Bull seat. Then that is definitely the best seat at F one De Vries could hope for. And I, I think if if he thinks he's got even a sniff of a chance to do that, then I think he probably does take the Alfa, if there's an Alfatari offer on the table for him. I think he probably does take it, and then. It unfolds as you know, as we've as, as reported, Gasly to Alpine, and then one of the juniors doing or sergeant for uh, for uh, for Williams. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Go get this Giovinazzi thing out of your head, man. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so, so based off of that, obviously, I'm, I'm still going to stick with De Vries at Williams. I'm going to put Gasly at Alpine. Okay. I'm gonna say Mick stays at Haas. I'm gonna say Giovinazzi's. <laughs> no, I'm going to say. Oof. Where do we go from here? There's not many options. Again, like the reason the race we're talking about, like it's Scott Mitchell man was like, I, I, he tried to put. A, we've done this as well. Like we put the 14 man list together, and it gets progressively more rubbish. As as how he put it, he got, he got progressively rubbish. Uh, as he the further he went down, it's not like if they're picking from the the tops. You know, this is all the dregs of the driver market that are going to be available essentially like two months from now, which is what Williams are going to have to wait for. By the way, if they want to find out if uh, Sargent gets a super license points, you have to wait until Abu Dhabi. So that's great. Mm. Fantastic, isn't it? You know what? I'm going to do a very left field pick. Do it. Schwarzman to Alvatari, freed of his Ferrari contracts and links. Well, that'd be something. I'd Why love not? to see Schwartzman. I, I really want to see Schwartzman in F1. I want him to get a chance. Yeah. Even I, I would take him over Sonoda at this point. Oh, yeah. Even in, just as the second driver, I think he'd do better. Maybe not straight away, but I don't think he'd be in the car. I'll be yeah. watching his FP1 outings with uh, with interest. Yes, yeah, so would I. I. I think Ferrari are keeping a very, their cars very close to the chest with him. Very close. They are. They, they've got to because... They haven't got anything until Behrman, really. And, yeah, obviously Mick's done after this year, so... 
and Ilos, obviously, you've got sorted. Yeah, Ilos done for a long time. <laughs> and Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi's yeah. had a fair shot on F1. You can't say he's not had a fair shot. I don't think he's had a fair shot. He's had more. He got. He's actually had more than the fair shot. He got twenty twenty one. He didn't deserve twenty twenty one. He should have yes, gone after twenty twenty. Stop it. He should have gone after the first race for Sauber. <laughs> Sorry, the second race for Sauber in the blue in China. twenty seventeen. What an absolute shambles! Imagine being in it at the same point twice. <laughs> absolute rookie. Hey man, that was back when he was uh, twenty two or something. Oh, yeah, when he actually looks semi-decent. Or 23. Yeah. Get Lance Stroll. He was also 23. <laughs> Get Lance Stroll in the Alpha Tower. Uh, so, that's, uh, so, so what was your prediction again? It was uh, Schwartzman. So, so Schwartzman, Alpha Tari, Gasly, Alpine, um, Mika Haas, and DeVries at Williams. Okay, and I've got Dewan at Alpine, Gasly, Ash, Alpha, Atari, and then... DeVries and Mick then stay, or DeVries going to Williams and Mick staying where he is um, I'm fully ready for uh, Monday morning uh, later this later this Monday morning for the AlphaTauri Red DeVries release I won't be surprised when it comes I'm just I hope that it just goes the other way because I just I can't get excited about a ghastly Ocon lineup I really can't I could get behind a do an Ocon lineup it's a great I could get behind a Gasly do a lineup sure but not not both not not two not them two that's <laughs> Such a boring lineup. And I've seen enough for like I've Monza to, uh, for DeVries was enough to get me excited for an Albon DeVries lineup. I, I I I'd be okay with that. I, I'd like that. It'd be an interesting one. So we're both in agreement that this is Latifi is not in the conversation <laughs> at all, even if worse comes to worse. Like Sergeant doesn't get the super license, Mick stays at Haas, DeVries goes to AlphaTauri, and then Gasly's sort of booed to the curb. Yeah, look, if it's not Sergeant, it's doing. At Williams, yeah. So I'd be mad if Dewan gets a seat and Gasly doesn't. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear! Uh, one person who we we'll want to worry about where they are next year is uh, F two champion Felipe Djokovic, who they 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 fought they did a Luke they they fucking did it. They signed a reserve driver. <laughs> they signed a driver to their develop to a development program for the first, the first fucking time. The the first one. They should have done this years ago when we, he first came through. We said this Jesus. months ago that they, like you you have to do like we said this months ago in, uh, on this podcast. You have you you don't have to do anything for this. You just have to get his signature on a piece of paper. Djokovic is already there for you. You have to do invest nothing into him. You just get him to a program. That's all you have to do. And they they actually did it. Well done. I'm very proud. Aston Martin, you did something right. Good job, Mike Crack. Uh they described uh, crack to suck drive Djokovic's performances as hugely impressive. Uh, particularly remember oh, his fantastic shit. sprint and feature races in Barcelona. Hugely impressive. We are delighted that he's joining us as a member of our driver development program. And we look forward to welcoming him as part of our team in Abu Dhabi this November. Uh, so they said they, they've got a program lined out for him. He's going to get some, I believe he's going to get some uh, sessions as well. Do you, I'm, I like this move for Djokovic. Like we, did, we didn't think he, like we thought it was a long shot he'd get an F1 seat. Uh, it's going to be very strange. Like this is always strange when, you know, it's going to be strange when you know, we've seen we've seen it this year with Joe and Piastri, but it's going to be strange when you could have possibly Dewan and Sargent in F one in twenty twenty three, and then Djokovic is on a reserve role. It's going to be it's yeah. going to be a little weird, but 
Do you think this actually puts any pressure on Lance Stroll? Yes. I think it does too. It should do. It should. You're right. That's the thing. It should. But it won't. Likely won't. <laughs> but I think it should. It, it won't matter because whatever Stroll does, he's safe. Unless it gets to a point where they're at the front and the results matter and he's not bringing them home. Oh, yeah. Then... Like, he's he's already costing them millions of dollars because that car by rights, should, they should be really be ahead of uh, Haas and AlphaTauri. Yeah. Like, what, what, Vettel has got like 20 points or so and Stroll has like four or five. Yeah. Now, he has been shafted a few races, but like, shafted as in he would finish 10th of 11th. So he should have maybe six or seven points. Yeah, yeah. Not, he's not done himself any favors by, can we just save the engine, please? Yeah, quitting on races when, you know. Twice. Twice. I, I like this for Djokovic a lot because, you know, uh, we know Alonso's not going to be around forever. Uh, you know, there's a there's a chance, there's a good chance here compared to other places that he could slide into that role eventually. I don't think so. If he's replacing anyone, he's strong. He doesn't replace Alpine or not Alpine. Aston Martin and Lawrence will want a superstar in that car, no matter what. I think you're right. He, if he gets a seat, it's the second seat, and he'll always be a second seat driver for them. That's all he will be, and that'll be a stopgap, if anything. Which I, is a shame. It is a shame, but I think there's some there is some scope to be had here for him. So I I I like and he looks good in green. So look, you know, I I like it. I like the move for him, and uh, you know. It's good that he's got himself in somewhere. There are worse places you can get in, I'm sure, because uh, it's the only place you could really get. Yeah, in, really. We haven't talked about house. We haven't talked about Nico Hulkenberg, which is you know he's obviously their current reserve driver. Apparently, he's been looked at for Alpine as well. Uh, they talked about this on that podcast I mentioned on the hyphen race. I don't understand how you could you get Ricardo and Ocon in Ocon in to replace Hulkenberg, and then as you know, two years later, you decide that. You know, we liked Hulkenberg and not Daniel Ricciardo. It's, it's it's an odd one. I see. Yeah. If Hulkenberg is happening somewhere, I think it'd be Haas. But we'll... yeah, that that's the only place I see Hulkenberg going. Yeah. So it, it doesn't make any sense anywhere else. We'll see where it comes about that. Uh, right. Should we talk about F three and consequently F two? Uh, not so much F two, but you know, from F three to F two. No, nobody cares about. <laughs> there was some comments about uh, Bruno Michel wanting to actually. Uh, he wanted to actually shorten the Monza F two race in favor of finishing the F three season the way it should have been. Uh, and he said, "This is the, this is the problem with running the same weekend as F one." I'd argue it's the same yeah. problem as running three three of them on the same weekend. But we, I get. But we look. We lived and breathed the alternative in twenty twenty one. I think this not is, fun. Yeah, this, this is, has been way better. It has been better. So it's again, it's you know, it's not look. Look, it was a rare exception. We never like throughout the whole season, we've not seen the end of a race and an F three race really end like that. No, no, it's been a long time. So you know, I you think it was just an anomaly. It was it's just a shame that it happened to be for the uh, for the title, but uh, alas, it's done now, and it is done now. So obviously, Victor Martins won ahead of a uh, Zimaloni of all. <laughs> For the all drivers uh, end up uh, coming back at uh, Behrman. Hajar ended up getting fourth in the end. Oh man, uh, really rough, you know, really, really rough uh, to have his worst weekend. And then Stanek and Leclerc then a fifth and sixth. So uh, there is, I think there's going to be a lot of turnover in the F2 grid. I think the guard has kind of passed for a lot of those drivers. Um, so will we talk about, do you want to start with the drivers who will go out of F2 or the ones we think will... Do you want, actually, let's start there. Let's start with the drivers who are going going out of F2 
and then we could usher in the new in from F three going up to F two. So yeah, who do you this have? Is how I... Who do you have um, exiting F two uh, at the end of this year? So against his will, apparently, uh, Felipe Djokovic. <laughs> did you see what he said in the week? I did see that, and there was pushback yeah. on it. I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, he's if he he's won by like three it. points, then I can understand. But he's literally he, winning by how he's what he's won, and he's it's it's what is how many points he's on, he's on two forty one on Porches on one sixty four, so yeah, in the ninety points, <laughs> you know, yeah. So Djokovic is the first one. Obviously, he physically can't come yeah, back. Unable. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh. See, it's There's hard. Some... It's all links back, man. It all links back to Sergeant and Do, and they could both it come back. Literally... They could both. They could go to F. They could both go to F one. They could both come back to F two. So I'm going to take them both out of the equation here, because I would certainly take Do and Ash. I think if Do is not in Alpine, he'd be in the Williams. At least one of them is is sorted. I think. yeah, take one of them out at least. I think one yeah. of them is going up at at the very least. So that's two at least. We'll say that are going out. We'll get rid of the two obvious ones that need to get in the bin. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> Sato and uh, Nisani. Oh, you're going from that right? Okay. Yeah, those two need to get in the bin. That's four. Sato and go back to uh, Super Formula or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Boshong, I think is, is, is done. I don't think he's the same after his neck issues i just don't think he's had enough time to recover is all yeah he's trying to get back in sooner than he's needed to i think he'll i think he'll stay well for year five yeah i think he will he's he got he got he got he got good this thing like he got good last year he did but campos have got some good drivers in f3 man i I think they'll they'll bring someone up they have to boshan will find a seat somewhere i don't think he's hey man he 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 signs he's his own agent essentially He, he can talk himself up He's good at it. He can. He can, but he's what? He 26? His, he gets his own sponsors in. Hey, man, if you get cash... Look, we've seen in F2, you get cash money in, you can hang around. Look at Roy Nassani. I, I saw there was an interview, and I saw the guy that got his face on the side of his car. Oh, yeah? Talking about how he managed to get that done. So he just absolutely talked the talk and just completely wowed me. And it was like, right, I want my face on the car. And Ralph was like, yeah, no probs. <laughs> yeah. You're giving me money. You can have your you can have your face on my car. You can have what you want. Yeah, I'll be. You, you can be the car for me. I yeah. don't care. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Armstrong. Okay. Now that one for me, I I personally have read rumors of him going to IndyCar, so then that would be an interesting route for him to go. I imagine he's seen what I lots done, and I'm sure he because th- they both they both were together in 2020. They were both. I think they're both actually quite close. To be fair, as well. Um, I think yeah, they live together in the yeah, Ferrari. Yeah, I believe so. They're both the Ferrari so, Academy at the time, and and obviously, um, Junkos have got the second seat now, and Rosenquist is signed back over to McLaren, mm-hmm. so that link is done. So the only person for me that makes any sense is someone that Callum knows well and has probably talked up to the team. I would like to imagine if that's sort of what they're looking for, another rookie to sort of fill in. Maybe they want to go a different route. I don't know, but. I'm pretty positive Armstrong is not coming back. Okay. So that's five, six. I've got five. Uh, And then I have Beckman as well. Okay. Is that it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I have not coming back. Obviously, Djokovic. I'm going to say Dewan. Deruvula is not coming back. Neither is Liam Lawson. Neither is Vips. Ooh. 
Okay, that's that's interesting. Uh, Armstrong, I think, will come back. Uh, to do Nasani Sato, Cordiel, Callan Williams. You're sort of you're completely whitewashing this group. Jesus Christ! A lot of them just hit the, like a lot of them just hit the end of the road. Like it's year three for Jug- for um, not only just Djokovic obviously, but like Lawson Vips, Deruvula. Uh, it's year two for Lawson and Vips. What? No, it's not. She had, she had two. They've been in since twenty twenty. No, they haven't. I'm pretty sure they have. Vips was in halfway through twenty twenty. Yeah, but Lawson wasn't. Lawson was twenty twenty. One. If they only started twenty one, it feels like they've been longer mm-hmm. than. Oh my god! It yeah. feels like forever they've been in there. Yeah. I still it think Vesti. I think I still think uh, Vips will go just with everything that happened. Yeah, so do I. Uh, Lawson yeah. may stay, but yeah. Okay, I'll say so. I've got. I'll take Lawson back then. Okay. Uh, uh, who else? Do, 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 do. I said Cordiel. Uh, maybe Ollie Cole. Call- no, Ollie Cole will get another year. He's helping Graham. Yeah, he's going to F one. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, I'll say eight. Just there's probably a few I'm forgetting here as well. Let me just have a quick check. Uh, how girl says Deruvla, Du and Sato, Law, uh, uh, Vips, Arm. Um, uh, yeah, I think Armstrong will stay. Uh, I assume Porcher will stay. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say eight. I'll say eight are going. Interesting. Okay. I I have got quite. I've I've planned out the entire F two grid for next year. <laughs> That's how interested I am in this. Uh, so so those are the thing we we think are going out now. Going we certain so going up to F two, we can say for certain it'll be Martans. I'm probably yeah. You know, that, that's just a given. Yeah, Martans. You saw reporting that Jack Crawford is going to be going up. Crawford is definitely going up, and so is Hadjar. I've read, they have both been told they are going up. Yeah, Hajar definitely going up. Uh, I think Behrman should go up. He has to go up. If the clerk goes up and Behrman doesn't, it's a complete shit show. Because we could easily be talking about Oli Behrman as the F3 champion at age 17. Yeah. He's got to go up. Uh, Maloney should go up. I don't see any problems with that unless he so can't get the funding. Uh, Stanek, I think, will go up as well. I'd like year two, year three. Yeah, yeah, he'll go up. Uh the clerk, I think. Ooh. I think he goes up regardless. I think he goes think up he too. To. And then that's it. So we basically think the top seven are going up. Now, we did see a couple of surprise ones, obviously, like uh, Callum Williams and Cordiel, who weren't amazing as rookies, but managed to get himself up anyway. Do you think there's anyone on the grid that we think will get a surprise inclusion on the uh, on the F2 grid that's a little further down, something like a Cushminey or, or Rasmussen or something? Vidales. Vidales finished in where is David Vidales? Sixteenth uh, on twenty nine points. Yep. So for reference, last year Cordiel uh, scored nothing actually last year in twenty twenty one, and Callum Williams scored fifteen points. Yeah, and they okay. they went up. Vidales is purely because of Campos. That's all it is. That's okay. the only reason I've got him there. Uh, I'll so, say for a wild card, I'll say Reese Ushijima for a, a, one of the Vama of Swartz cards. Mm-hmm. So, I, 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 like I said, I have mapped out this entire grid mm-hmm. in my mind and on paper. How do you see 
them all sort of melling together or moshing together. In on the F two lineup? Mm. Okay. So if we take Prema, it would be Hauger and Ooh. Hold on. Yes. This is where I got uh... straight away. <laughs> because you've got two very Well you have three Ooh. of them by by definition, right? We've got uh three drivers that I don't think have left Prema. Behrman, uh Crawford and the clerk. Yeah, uh, uh, I've gone for the sexy pick. I would have actually put Crawford maybe in, and just for Behrman's first year, give him give put him somewhere else. May may if, if actually if we think Leclerc is coming up, I think Leclerc will get one shot in the Prima. Mm, I don't, and I then don't. because because just because the others are so young that they'll they'll be like they're likely to be in F two for maybe two three years, they'll get a chance between uh, Hauger and Leclerc eventually moving on in their time in F2. So I think that'll eventually happen. I just think, I think Hauger and Leclerc will start. Virtuosi. Okay. Uh, well, sorry. So, sorry, but we'll go with this one by one uh, as quick as you can. Uh, who do you have at Prima? Behrman and Hauger. Okay. Uh, Virtuosi then. Uh, ooh. Well, I have two vacancies here. Uh, Virtuosi are weird though. They're so weird. Like, they could go anywhere yeah, for this. Yeah, is why I've gone for a very strange pick. Uh, okay. I'll say... I'll say Clement Novelak. Okay. And... Caldwell. Oh, okay. So we both had a kind of a similar kind of... Surely because of the Alpine links. Yeah. I'll say Iwasa. Somebody tells me Iwasa's got a virtuosi thing about him. Mm-hmm. That's based that's on nothing, but that's I just, it just has that, I don't know, that's that quality. I have written down Vips. Okay. But I do think he probably will leave at the end of this year anyway but mm. if he does stay then he's going there I think personally okay uh, ART ART I think they'll be unchanged you really yeah. I, oh, I don't I, I just no SD is getting thrown in the bin ground really they, they, well they've got Victor coming up fuck Vesti ooh Teo and Victor an old French <sighs> lineup for an old French team oof I assume they'll. T- his, do we do we think they'll keep Porche in there? Because I'm sure he has a super license there between his F, his F three and his F two. He's going to finish second in F two. Yeah, I think he's. I think he stays to win it, and then if he doesn't, he does what Rob does. Now, basically, I, I don't know. Like him leaving at the end of this year, basically what Robert Schwartzman did. Robert Schwartzman only left after two years. That is true. That is true. Uh, it would be a while. It would be a wise move to get out while it's very average and. <laughs> like she's right. insanely, there's a insanely ch- tight there's a chance he could get even more embarrassed than he has been this year at times yeah he really could he, in fact he could get absolutely demolished by someone you know, and all of a sudden his F1 stock is looking a lot less sexy than it was a year ago or two years ago yeah two years ago he was the talk of the town he's still, look he's still 18 or so but you know yeah 18, three years 19. in F2 not winning it or coming close to winning it with his hype yeah it would be rough. I think they'll be unchanged, though. I think they'll keep him in. Because okay. I think, obviously, I must depend on. I think because I think Joe is, is staying. Yeah, yeah. So do I. Okay. Uh, Carlin. Uh, changed. Changed. I think Lawson will stay. Mm. And... I guess it's, it's like we said earlier, it depends on what Logan does, really. But yeah. I see him staying. I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the same lineup. Oh, actually, they haven't got on really well, but I think they'll stay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're, you're, you're agreeing on a, a, a continuation then for Lawson and Sargent and Carlin. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, high tech. This is this is one of the more interesting seats in the F two. I think these are these are good seats to have in the high tech. Uh, I think Armstrong will stay, and I think Martans will be in the uh, high tech. Interesting. I've gone all Red Bull. Ooh. Uh, okay. I've gone Iwasa and Hadjar. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, wow. com- direct comparison there. Ooh, wow. A year in F two, and then and a rookie in F two. That's a good show. That's a very good I, show. I, I, I see Hadjar just staying with Hightech because obviously he was with Amura. Yeah, yeah. It depends who they want to ship out here. I just thought mm-hmm. Martin. I think if they're saying yeah, yeah. put that Mart- uh, ART, I think Martin will go to somewhere like that. Okay, that's a good show. Uh, MP Motorsport. Uh, I've already put Clem- I've already put Novelak in Virtuosi, haven't I? Um, yes. <clears throat> mm, who's going to look good in orange? Uh, Behrman. This is a good spot for Behrman, I think. In MP Motorsport, and who go with him? Hmm. Do we think an F an all F three lineup? Maybe who have we got? That I have got. That, in? I've, I've got an F three guy. Uh, Not one we've mentioned though. Zane Maloney. Hmm. Could be. Could be. What have you got? Colette and Vesti. Ooh, you've Colette going up. Ooh. Not because I think he deserves it, because he doesn't. Mm. Oh yeah, we've been over that with Cordial and uh, Callum Williams. He he wins our three next year if it's based off of what what's there, what's left over. But well, we'll yeah. get to we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, this is rough. Oh, man. I, I you know you, I I I can't keep up. I, like I you you've always written down right. Yes. Okay. You you fire ahead. I I can't predict all of these because I'm just going to forget. What I'll take far too long. You've got this. You've got this prepared. So you work away. Uh, Trident. Mm, Trident. Right. Easy. This is so. Yeah. So Stanek will obviously be in here. You don't think for sure it's coming back? Oh, he is coming back, but he's going somewhere else, Grant. Okay. Well, Stanek is definitely one of them. Yeah, and Maloney is the other. I yeah. Think both just oh yeah. Up. Yeah. Happy days. Um, Sharu's heartbreak basically confirmed, right? Yeah, Shrews is literally staying the same. Yeah. Tati and uh, Enzo. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Dams. Dams, yeah, interesting oh, no, seats this is here. Is... I have got Leclerc and Novelak. Ooh, Leclerc in navy and navy and blue. Ooh. They had Armstrong when he was part of the Ferrari Academy. Sort of monogast to French links. And obviously Novelak is a French. Shout. yeah. Gets him out of MP. Interesting choice. Um, Campos. I have Adales and Callum Williams. <laughs> they, oh they were there on sort of left. Yeah. <laughs> and then last but not least is uh, I think a seat that actually might be quite good next year if they get proper drivers in Van Amersfoort. They've shown in F three and other categories that they they've got a good outfit there. They just need to put it together uh, with the drivers. Who have you got? Cordial and Vashore. Ah, oh, for sure, for sure, will be good. But, yeah, but Cordial, he's got too much money. There is always one. He's got plenty of money. He does have plenty of money. There's always one pay Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah, there is. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be Tati and Cordial, unfortunately. Okay, we'll see what happens. The, generally speaking, the end of uh, end of season testing and for F2 is a great indicator of what the lineup's going to be for the next year. We saw this with Hauger, Deruvler going to Prima, Cordial even in the uh, Van Amersfoort it's a good indicator of what is genuinely to follow the next season so yeah nine times out of ten they end up in them seats yeah so we'll see what we'll see what happens within our fucking two months brilliant good one Uh, right so up to F3 then Uh, so who's the highest driver that stays then you have the top eight going then yeah yeah 
Martin's Maloney Behrman had oh, dressed up. I didn't even say Crawford. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say Crawford, but he could easily go up and so could Colette. But I don't see Colette. Or uh, one of them doesn't go up, but Crawford's basically said he's going up. So, yeah. Behrman could, in theory, stay, but I don't think he should. Because I do think there's a chance for him to get into F1 pretty soon with vacancies in Haas and that kind of thing. Vacancies in Ferrari, you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Leclerc walks away. <laughs> Uh, so that leaves the likes of like Colo Pinto, Zacco Silva. I think will be interesting next year in F three. Colo Colo Pinto is the one I'm I'm interested in. The ones I'm interested, in, I think I got to take a step up. Uh, Colo Pinto would be one. Zacco Sullivan. Uh, I hope a better season for Saucy next year would be good. Vidalas, I think will be have a better year. Will Alatalo, I think will be good. I do think Risu Sujima, if he doesn't go to F two, I I I like Risu Sujima. I I do. Where do I? Alitalo needs to get out of uh, Genza. Yeah, he has he, to. He's got pace. He but... needs a better car. And he showed it a bit of uh, Monza later on as well. Showed it a couple of times this year. He's just been mm. absolutely screwed over, and he's let Twitter know about it as well. <laughs> uh, he's I... very vocal. Uh, sorry, Caleb Frederick, I think is a is a good one too. There is, and then that's, there isn't many left. Really. No, we do see a lot of turnover for F3, to be fair. So I yeah. think those guys will do well. I think Sebastian Montoya is definitely going to be in F3 next season. He has to be. And I think he's yeah. going to do very I think he's going to do pretty well. Uh, he could he could be one of those like, second-year guys that, you know, get, like we saw. I think Hauger and Doom are both scoreless in their first F3 seasons in 2020. And they mm-hmm. finished first and second in 2021. So yep. we, we, see, we see big step, step up in there. Uh, from year one to year two sometimes if you don't have a great year one which is why like we say the likes of Alitalo Vidalas Saucy like these guys like, who scored less than 50 points essentially uh, mm. got a good shout for a barren year uh, also it'll be good to watch Carl Pinto 76 points I'm looking at him uh, also, he should be in one of the top cars I'm Ka- thinking Prima Kyle Collette should be looking at uh, should look to stay I think because now that everyone if everyone in front of him goes he should be one of the better drivers left he should be the best driver left <laughs> But saying that, you've got drivers coming from Formula Regional presented by Alpine. Yes. So speaking of, uh, the ones I think are going up to F3 from Formula Regional European presented by Alpine are uh, Dino Beganovic, definitely. Uh, 253 points he's on leading the way in uh, in in uh, that, in Freca. Uh, Mini, Gabriele Mini will go up. Uh, no problem there. Paul Aaron, Mercedes Jr. will go up. Hadrian David, I think, will go up to... So will Kaz Havercourt. He could fulfill one of the VAR seats. See, that's where he drives for for Freca. Uh, Kaz Havercourt, I think, is going to be... I like him. I think he's going to be good. Uh, not the... Be- I, I was expecting a bit more from Michael Beloff this year. He had a good... He was good la- last year. He just hasn't had a great season this year. Uh, so maybe him and Bortoletto might go up as well. Uh, I do think... Do we think Jimmy Chadwick will finally make the leap up to F- F3? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know with who. Call in, baby. Yeah, makes sense to me. Okay, um, so I do think. Zach that... Sullivan, in it. Yeah, true. Uh, we'll uh, look. We got. We got. Look, we got. We got some good drivers coming from uh, Freca uh, from twenty one to twenty two. You know, obviously Zay Maloney, obviously was the top one here, uh, and obviously followed by Hajar. But uh, yeah, there's some good ones in. Uh, uh, to be honest, Begnovich should have gone up this year. To be honest, but. What about Paul Aaron? I know, I know you, I know you said he Paul was good Aaron, previous year. I know you've already said that he's coming up, but yeah, Mercedes Junior Paul Aaron. He's on 176 points in third. He's 23 behind Millions, who's in second. Uh, Begnovich on 253. Yeah, I think Aaron who, will go up. 
Who's linked to the academies? Obviously, Begnovich so is Ferrari. So, Begnovich is Ferrari. I don't... Th- now, uh, again, I'm not 100% sure on some of these. Aaron is definitely Mercedes. Yeah. I th- I'm not... I think Hadrian David might be Alpine. I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, as far as I know, the ones I certainly know are Begnovich, Aaron, and... Uh, well, that's really it, really. I don't think Mini's part of anything. I don't think uh, Have a Court uh, is either. So I think it's just, just from my knowledge, off the top of my head, I, just, I think it's just Begovich and uh, Paul Aaron. Yeah, I just checked. Hadrian David is Alpine. He is Alpine. Correct. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's, that's what I thought. I don't think uh, Mini is with anyone. I don't think Havercourt is. I don't think Bortoletto. I don't think Belov is. Not from my knowledge, anyway. But yeah. Uh, I wonder if Dudu Barrichello will go up to F3. Oh, God. Based off of how Enzo Trulli's done, please don't. Yeah, that was far too soon. I think like, he's like 16, 17. That was far too soon. But you take the opening, I guess. You've got to take the risk. Maybe, look, maybe, <laughs> maybe, he'll, uh, maybe he'll have a better year too if he comes back. Yeah, don't take out your teammates this time. It'll be good. <laughs> so, there, yeah, that's our thoughts on uh, F3 and who's going up to F3 and who's going up to F2. So, that should be fun. Uh, always is to see. Uh, oh, the driver market's always fun for uh, for these junior categories. Makes some great TikToks. Oh yeah, also very late. <laughs> the their announcements usually. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to give me some great content to talk about in December. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Uh, right, should we move on then to uh, in, to have a quick chat about IndyCar? I mean, do we have to? Uh, I mean, I guess not. Like, we, we, the, the the title went as we expected. Will Power took yeah. us. Uh, shout to Joseph Newgarden for going from like what twenty fifth to finish second. Yeah, unreal strategy with that. And then, unreal pace. Yeah, and Alex Pelos won the race by like thirty seconds. Uh, On average, half a second a lot quicker than the second next quickest guy. Don't know where he unreal pulled that from. Out of. Was he even in the fast six? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think he was like seventh, but yeah, don't think don't think he was in the fast six. Yeah. So, Shout out to uh, Calamala's uh, car as well. Yeah. Good one. Oh, man. Qualified P2 that I lost. And then... What was, was he? Like... P2, P3. What was he? He was like a... He was like half a tenth off, 300 off willpower. Yeah, it was so tight. So, so tight. This, this guy's a rookie, man. Yeah. In Junkos. But but Carl <laughs> Kirkwood to Andretti, Graham. Yeah, brilliant. Sorry, Kyle Crashwood. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Get his name right, man. Uh, and then, yeah, yeah. Conversely, I thought David Maluka is going to steal rookie uh, rookie champion off of Lungard because, like, Lungard was like, uh, I don't know, like in the pack, and like Maluka's qualified seventh or something. And yeah. then, obviously, Eilat retired, obviously from various position. He was looking good. He could have, I think. Well, we we don't know where he would have shaken it, but he's looking good. And then what? Uh, Lungard finished in the top six, and Malukas was out of it. And yeah, Lungard's your rookie champion. So fair play. Yeah. Uh, a driver that. Alpine would have been, I'm sure, would have been excited to have at some point. But uh, yeah, the, yeah. the thing is, the, the, it, this whole thing has brought the the talents. You, you can see how many drivers that are good enough that have not been given the opportunity. Oh, like, I, I think. Oh yeah. You said to me, if Scott McLaughlin was a few years younger, he's got super license. He'd be good enough. New yeah. Garden's more than good enough. Pelot's good enough. Pato's good enough. Longard's good enough. I like. There's good so enough. many. Yeah, there's so many. Now it's nothing against IndyCar, but they can do better. Yeah, but that, like, but like, like this is the thing. Like, why on earth would you give up a chance if you're like, like if you're a McLaughlin or a Newgarden, 
there's no there's no point giving up a, a Penske seat to go drive for Haas for a year or two. There, there isn't. They're completely right. Completely right. Like they're yeah. they've they're every right to flaunt their super license and be happy where they are, Penske. There's. There's they've been mm, floating here, all right. Oh, they have. It's that's that's some hilarious shit. It's that's some, that's some A level trolling. Yeah, <laughs> even making merch out of it is it's, it's just the icing on top of the cake. It's so funny. Man, Herter is gonna. Is gonna oh man, that, if that's again, this is not. If this is all not motivation for Colton Herter, then I don't know what will fight, lie a fire under his ass. I know. I he know. should. He should be well, absolutely fuming looking at that. The the thing is, the the those two rate Malukas higher than. Herter. So we like Malukas, man, but oof. but we've got Herter at home. <laughs> Do you reckon? Uh, if, oh, oh, that's interesting. If they if they really like Malukas, when Will Power goes, could you imagine Malukas and the Penske? The thing is with Penske, they keep their drivers for a long time. Castro Neves was there for like fifteen years. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, and then obviously. This is the first year he's not been with Penske. Or no, sorry, last year was the first year. Because McLaughlin was there Penske. last year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. The, Mad. Crazy thing with McLaughlin, he's only been doing single series for a few years. Yeah. Uh, honestly, he's my favourite for next year. If he shows consistency, he won the first race this year. And yeah, he oh, just gets on a bit more with the ovals. I think he'll be within a shout well, he got on the he got on well with the last oval. He held off uh, yeah, yeah. Malukas there late on. Yeah, he did. He did, but I, Indy wasn't great, and obviously that's a, a big. Well, heck, Will Power was nowhere in Indy. Will Power's been nowhere. Man won one race. He won it from like seventeenth or something. I remember it was yeah, Toronto, wasn't it? Was, it? Yeah, it was. Well, not no, it wasn't Toronto. It was somewhere fucking in Canada. It was oh. So bad. <laughs> Honestly, he, he deserved to win it on the fact that he's been so consistent, but it was so boring. It so was so pretty boring. anticlimactic, yeah. Well, well, new like the fact that Newgarden McLaughlin dropped out and didn't even get into the fast six and Paragon himself the record breaking pole was a uh, yeah, it was tough, man. To become a double IndyCar champion, yeah. yeah. I thought he won more than two, than he, I thought he had more than two to uh, be honest, but uh, yeah, well, look, fair play. Uh, yeah, so that's a shame. Like I so, said, yeah, like IndyCar is over now for another, another, another few months, so that's a shame. Uh, but... no, I'm happy though. At the same time, yeah. You you know, I am. My my schedule has been get off F three, get off F two, wait around till FP FP three starts, watch qualifying, watch IndyCar qualifying, go to bed, get up for F two and F three, watch the F one. Stay up till stupid o'clock watching in the car. I'm so glad there is nothing <laughs> you, except F1. <laughs> you need to find a way to get yourself F1 TV, son. I don't. You I can, don't. You can watch it on demand. I, I'm currently Graham watching the absolute revelation of MotoGP. Man, if you aren't watching MotoGP right now, what are you doing? It is insane. Man had a 90 point lead, Graham, with. Nine races to go, and it's down to ten points. It's on. Oh, should uh, should Charlie the clerk take inspiration from this? Yes. <laughs> well, should we move on to that? Because I think the Singapore Grand Prix is next weekend, right? I'm not saying. Thirty of October. It isn't. <laughs> it's not. Oh, I thought it was next weekend. 
I could be wrong, but my calendar says otherwise. Uh, let me have a look. Is it was it three weeks or is it, is it just? I think it's a three week break. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely not. Uh, yeah. Yes, thirtieth the second. Next week is the twenty twenty fifth. Sad uh, times. We're gonna have to do another filler podcast. Right? I know. Oh, I know. Well, I was gonna say that um, apparently Alpine are bringing a massive. They say massive floor update for a Singapore and Suzuka. Uh, for, well, well, they sorry, well, sorry. They're for, Sing- they're for Singapore, but obviously they think Singapore and Suzuka will go very well. They're very confident, so we'll see if it does anything. Uh, if you remember at the start of the year, people were saying that the, the a good floor update is worth like 10 times more than like the front wing. The front wing doesn't matter. Leclerc proved that. <laughs> I'd try to run without half a front wing and still be fastest. Yeah. Uh, so Alan Permain, uh, sporting director for Alpine, said 100% this is an outlier. We've got a new floor coming to Singapore. You know, he's talking about the uh, he's outlier. He said he was talking about the poor uh, result of Monza. Uh, we've got a new floor coming to Singapore. It's got a massive step of downforce. We're back where we should be. We're really looking forward to there, especially Suzuka with this car. It's going to be fun. Uh, then, then apparently he played on S1 Ocon's concerns that the bumpy Singapore circuit will establish will be especially punishing for drivers in the current generation of F1 cars. He said, I'm surprised he said the bouncing would be horrific because there's generally a high, that's generally a high speed phenomenon and there isn't really a lot of high speed there. So I think, I think he's confused with the bumpiness of the track, the surface rather than that. But yeah, so they seem confident, but it wouldn't be the first time Alpine run them out and being confident about something and then they're backfiring in their face. Oh man, but just if there's a shitter of the year award, can we give it to Alpine now for... <laughs> Well, oh, oh, that is being an award, Graham. They're getting their own category this year. Yeah, yeah. I, you're they completely right. They have to. The Alpine Award for absolute shithousery of the year. Fumbling the bag. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't get fourth as well, that would be even more funny. Uh, stop. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to have another filler episode next week. Oh, I'm sure something will come up this week that we could talk about, but... Yeah. Uh, Anything else you want to? Colin Herter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that should end the Colin Herter talk at this stage now. Because uh, the other thing is, Andretti wanted a somewhat timely response for this because they, because they could have gone the other way and like be dragged into February and such. But like Andretti still need to plan their season as well, and they've been they've been planning it by all accounts with Herter in the team. Mm. So you know they 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 need to know as well as anyone else. Yeah, because then they can sign up um, Dalton Keller to, <laughs> you know, and, to team up with uh, Crashwood. And get ready for uh, Roman Grosjean to be their team leader. <laughs> They've gone from having a decent driver lineup to it just being awful if they lose her to... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty rough. Uh, Grosjean is your star driver. Well done, lads. Well done. Yeah, he did not have the, the year two, I think, that... Uh, they wanted, yeah, but it's wanted. but it seemed like I mean he did well and he did seem to do well in uh, the Guna Seca to be fair, but it, it, yeah, it seemed like maybe that car wasn't the best. So I guess we'll see. It's a spec series, Graham. So what do you mean? <laughs> why do you what do you mean? Why are what do you mean? Why are HWA always at the back of F two? What could this possibly mean? Yeah, like why? Please tell me why. Oh dear. Anything else to add while we're here? Anything on your? On your mind, it's, no, it's a slow enough Sunday, to be fair. It's just a very early for a Sunday for us, isn't it? Normally, we're not doing this till, what, 
eight, seven, eight o'clock. Oh, here's a little piece that actually just came up that you would like. Uh, it's on Motorsport.com by Adam Cooper. If uh, it's about Alpine, I don't want to hear it. No, no, much happier talk. Uh, but also says Schwartzman worthy of F1 seat ahead of FP1 debut. Yeah, no shit. He said, Rubber is a fantastic driver. Uh, I think he's very fast, especially in, F- in, an F- in an F1 car. Never he drove in an F1 car, he has been very fast with the F1 itself. There are drivers that maybe have a great F3, F2 and are good enough for F1. Which I think he's right in some ways. I think Robert is one of the opposites. He's certainly been great in F3 and F2, but he's very, very strong in F1. And so it's a shame for him to not have any seat at the moment. Yeah, but you're considering pushing Antonio into... <laughs> he said I think as a driver he has improved he developed his own skills and today he's a lot more mature even to a year ago so, and so I think he's a driver that would deserve a seat we know it's very difficult right now in this situation but hopefully in the future that may happen yeah it needs to happen you need to get someone ready for when the cloak walks they need to do more of this like they, they, one thing like if you've got like say Mercedes someone like they need to be tr- drumming up their drivers in the way like Mercedes drum up uh, Nick De Vries and that kind of thing they need to do more of that. Get get more get more traction, no pun intended, on talks like that. Like you, we say, like if we like you need to say stuff like if we didn't have uh, Science and Leclerc under contract, we would be considering Schwartzman. Even if it's not true, you need to say those things. Yeah, you need to give him the confidence that he's the one being considered, even though for a fact he knows for a fact he isn't. Yeah, and you know you can and other teams can you know think about that. It's like we can get this guy that Ferrari considering themselves. Maybe they'll be open to letting us have them. Yeah. Stuff like that. So they need to do more of that. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah, unless you have anything else to add, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Switchback Formula One podcast. I've been Graham. I've been Alpine's Royal Fumbling of the Bag. <laughs> and uh, we shall see you, uh, see you next week. <laughs>